Relax. You're quite safe here. <laughs> Good evening, and welcome to Rock Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, whether you're doing it at rockstrikes10.cnjradio.com or you're subscribed, leaving a star rating and a review on iTunes, especially those of you who do that. Thank you very much. And welcome to a very special edition of Rock Strikes 10. As longtime friends of the show know, whenever there are 10 major deaths in the world of music, whether you're a singer, musician, songwriter, producer, if you affected music in a positive way, we do a tribute show about that. That was the last episode. Since then, a uh, major, major rock death uh, really affected me as of yesterday, and the great A.J. Perot of Twisted Sister died. He was their longtime drummer. And uh, I wanted to do a special tribute show to AJ, and not just to piggyback on all the trending and everything like that. I gotta tell you, I'm gonna lay it all out here on the line, right off the bat. I am a huge, huge fan of Twisted Sister. I have been for most of my life. I'll just give you a quick personal history, and then we'll get into the music. I'm not gonna yap too much on this one, because this one's for AJ. When I was like five years old, I got Stay Hungry on vinyl for Christmas. You know, I'm 36 now. I was probably a little too young for most of the content, you know, to be listening to Twisted Sister. And so I got that as a gift, much to my mom's chagrin. I remember my sister got Like a Virgin on vinyl uh, as her counter present. And I proceeded to wear that thing out to where it probably has at least a dozen skips somewhere throughout that album. My sister's vinyl is still in mint condition. Those are the two journeys that we took. Uh, man, I got every 45 just because there were different songs on it. And flash forward all the way through grade school into junior high. All of my friends and peers were buying Nirvana records. Nothing against Nirvana, but I was buying Widowmaker. I have been an SMF practically my entire life. And obviously, I always will be at this point. Don't see any going back at this point. So basically, I'm a fan. I'll get into some more stories here a little bit later. But let's just kick things off here. I'm going to do like some twofers and not talk after each song. So we're going to start off here with a live track from Live at the Marquee, which is right during the beginning of the band as far as the Under the Blade era goes. Like their major label debut and the reason we're starting there is because that's where AJ comes in. And definitely very important to the band because he was, as I believe JJ French put it yesterday, the last piece of the puzzle, uh, the guy that really got him in motion as a, as a real power band. And you're going to hear it on this track, the kickoff track from the End of the Blade album, plus the song that they more often than not kick off every show with. So I think it's very appropriate that we play a live version from the Marquee Club, by the way. And listen, listen for the voice of Lemmy introducing the band. It's a little faint in the background there, but great track here and great opener. This is, of course, Twisted Sister with What You Don't Know Sure Can Hurt You. Something 
one you can trust You'd better take a good hard look Cause there are cameras in this ghost
That was Tear It Loose off of Twisted Sister's major label debut, Under the Blade, which of course features the phenomenal drumming of A.J. Perot there. Obviously, the Twisted songs are going to play here, and of course we're playing all Twisted Sister here on the show. These songs are going to basically show A.J.'s best work, in my opinion, you know, where you, I mean... Always great. Even when the guy's playing a 4-4, he just pounded the crap out of those drums. Kind of like Stuart Copeland. Different approaches of style, of course, but, you know, just made the most out of that 4-4 when he had to. Just, you always could, you always felt his presence, whether it was on wax or live. And I'll get into some live encounters here in just a little bit, but like I said, tear it loose from under the blade. That was from the reissue that came out a couple of years ago that's the original pete way mix from the secret records label and when it got remastered in the late 90s it had the atlantic records 85 remix on there so they're completely different sounding albums much in the way as motley Crue's too fast for love when you listen to the leather records version versus the electra re-release you're going to hear a lot of differences in there but especially with under the blade the original mix of Under the Blade. I think I prefer it now at this point, even though I grew up more on the remix, but you know, I'm not sure, but it's definitely a lot more rough, a lot more metal sounding. The drums aren't as turned down, so if you're in it for AJ, then check out that reissue especially of Under the Blade, but it's all good. And before that, like I said, it was What You Don't Know Sure Can't Hurt You. It was a live version from Live at the Marquee. You can get that on the Rhino Handmade release of Live at the Marquee if you want the entire show. I don't know. It's probably out of print because Rhino Handmade stuff goes out of print like immediately. But if you're looking for good audio of it, most of the show is the second half of the CD of Big Hits and Nasty Cuts. The first CD purchase I ever got of Twisted Sister, and that was in my junior high years as well. Like I said, I was still... Stuck in the Twisted Sister and all that stuff. I mean, I listened to new stuff too at the time, but still just as equally into my old school stuff, if not more so, honestly. I was listening to a lot of Kiss and Alice Cooper, just like I do now. And Twisted is in that Mount Rushmore of my all-time favorites. <sighs> all right. Let's do another two for here, and then I'll get into some live stories and uh, turn these up as loud as you can because they're going to kill you. From Twisted sophomore release, you can't stop rock and roll. This is one of the greatest sophomore albums ever. I mean, they came out swinging. They were still, pardon the pun, very hungry. And you'll hear it. This is one of the heaviest mixed albums ever. The rhythm section is turned up so high. Oh, it's so great. Get the You Can't Stop Rock and Roll album. I know I'll say that probably after this block. But if you need more proof, check out this twofer. This is Like a Knife in the Back and followed by Ride to Live, Live to Ride. Yeah. 
There you go. One of the heaviest twofers you're ever going to hear in your life. That was Twisted Sister. First song was Like a Knife in the Back, and then followed by Ride to Live, Live to Ride. They just go so well back to back because that's actually how they appear on the album. So, all right. Moving on here, we're going to get, of course, to the biggest success of Twisted Sister of all time. The massive, massive record from 1984, Stay Hungry. Still in my Desert Island list of all time. Going to play you two of my personal favorites off the record for sure. And they showcase AJ in two different ways. One, we're going to do the ballad, which I still think is probably the best power ballad of all time. Yeah, I mean, you can't deny the price. Every time I hear it, it never fails to give me goosebumps. And do yourself a favor, whether you need to pause the show or do it after the show, do not forget to go on like YouTube or something and look up the video, the official video for the price, because you will see that AJ is truly the star of that video. And I'm not just saying that. You will know that he is the star of this video. It's it's so great. It just, uh, that's how I want to do this tribute show, in a positive manner that puts a smile on your face. So make sure you watch that video. We're going to follow up the price with another great song, a nice album track from Stay Hungry called Don't Let Me Down. Probably some of the best showcasing of his drumming of all time. So due to time constraints and the fact that I wanted to keep it to two songs a record, no Stay Hungry, but you know, if you don't have this album, then you're, you're just missing out. Stay Hungry is law. So here's a twofer from Stay Hungry. The Price, followed by Don't Let Me Down. Check it out.
from one of the very few albums that I've ever rebought on vinyl because I love it so much. That was from the Stay Hungry record, a twofer, starting with The Price, ending with Don't Let Me Down. And I'm kind of leaving the mix up a little bit higher on the songs just because it fits the mantra of the SMF is to play it loud, mother. And I've always adhered to that, and you should too. So hope you enjoyed those two songs. Of course, like I said, stay hungry. It's essential. You got to have it. Go get it. And I equally defend that album as well as Under the Blade and You Can't Stop Rock and Roll and to a certain point the Come Out and Play record which we'll get into here in just a little bit. Uh, I saw some comments online some people wrote on the wall so I'm going to share a few of these with you and then I'll get into my story as well. So kind of the halftime show of the show here Uh, from the great Don Nitschke says I'm extremely shocked and saddened by this news. AJ was an incredibly talented drummer that will be missed. I was really looking forward to the work he was starting to do with 4 by Fate. Yeah, AJ had just joined the band 4 by Fate, which I was looking forward to that as well. Uh, I, I don't know if he was staying with Adrenaline Mob because he was working. He had replaced Mike Portnoy in Adrenaline Mob, so that should say something for his skills. Uh, but back to Don. He said, sadly, I never got the opportunity to see him live. Somehow I never got the chance to see Twisted Sister live, even though I've always been a big fan. I've seen Adrenaline Mob live, but Mike Portnoy was still their drummer at the time. I always figured I'd get a chance to see him eventually, and now that won't happen. Rest in peace, AJ. Man, Don, I'm sorry to hear that. That's, oh, that really hurts. You know, I'm going to be bragging about me seeing AJ here in a little bit, so don't think I'm a total dick or anything. Uh, But I I wanted to get into this one, too. Uh, Not from the wall, but from a friend of mine, Andy. Uh, Andy's kind of one of my show friends. If I'm ever going to a show stag... I can always count on Andy being there. (laughs) He's a cool guy. Uh, So he posted a picture, actually, of him and AJ. Very jealous. I never got to meet AJ personally, but he puts, uh, got to see him with Twisted on the Stay Hungry tour and at the festivals recently like Rocklahoma and Rock the Bayou. Just saw him with Blaze Bailey in a tiny club in Dallas a few months ago. Super nice guy. Rest in peace. Yeah, and I didn't go to that show. So, man, I tell you, like, I probably would have had a chance to meet him if I'd have gone to that Blaze show, and I'm really kicking myself now because I wanted to go to that show anyway, but sometimes my work schedule and shows just don't jive because I don't have normal people hours. So another reason I need to fix that in my life. But uh, back to some of these other ones here. i tell you what, I'll get into the band's statements about AJ. I'll tell you my personal story here. So uh, about, let's see... 1998, 99, somewhere around there. Uh, I got tickets to see Dee Snider play a rare solo show at this place called the Canyon Club in Dallas. So for the longtime Dallas people, you'll know the Canyon Club, but it was an add-on, smaller bar version to the Bronco Bowl Arena, which was still the greatest rock venue in the history of Dallas-Fort Worth, in my opinion. It was like a 3,500-seat theater attached to a bowling alley and an arcade and a pool hall and a nightclub. It was the greatest place ever. The cool thing about the Bronco Bowl is that you get to meet bands really easily because there's literally one place in the back where the buses can park. So if you know where to go, you're going to meet them every time. And we did that quite a bit. I know I've told this story on the show before, but I need to get into a little extra detail So this is a story I told maybe a couple of years ago on the show. So hopefully I'm not boring anybody here. But went to go see D and thinking, you know, hey, it's the Bronco Bowl. It's Canyon Club. I should be able to meet D. This will be no problem. So I took a couple of things with me. And uh, the thing I think to take the most is I bring a copy of the Strangeland soundtrack. So, you know, D knows I'm repping the new stuff. And I generally liked it, actually. And then I brought the uh, my I Want to Rock 45 sleeve because I was like, it's more compact. It's not, you know, as annoying to carry around as a full length, you know, vinyl, a 12 inch, you know. So I have my sleeve and I have the CD. So if I run into him, I'm probably going to get some time. Turned out to be right. I was like turning around to go to another place. And all of a sudden, D just walks right out of this door and literally bumps right into me. And I'm like, oh, my God, you're D. Snyder, you know, which he gets all the time, I'm sure. Uh, But the cool thing is, you know, I'm getting into boring him with my personal history as a Twisted fan. And he just happens to say, oh, yeah, by the way, AJ's playing drums tonight. And my face lit up 
probably to the equivalent of the five-year-old getting Stay Hungry on vinyl at Christmas. I marked out so much for that. I was like, wow, to the point where, you know, I'd got my autographs and picture and I was like, go, go inside and do that show then. <laughs> Can't wait to see you and AJ on stage together again, man. And that was one of the very few times that ever happened before Twisted even got back together. So it was really cool that AJ even still had a place in Dee's heart, even when the rest of Twisted were kind of strained from each other. You know, they kind of broken off into their own sections. So... Man, that was an unforgettable night. Great show. But uh, let's get back into the music here. Uh, like I said, I, I defend the Come Out and Play album. Yes, the production is a little bit more thin. And that's nothing against Dieter Dirks. It's just, that's just how the album sounds. And that's what was happening on radio at the time and MTV and all that stuff. But there's still some great stuff on the Come Out and Play record. So I think you should definitely check it out. Is it as good as the first three albums? No, no it's not, but it's still a very cool, very fun record. And let's play you some of the more heavy songs off there because it really showcases AJ. So the two for you're gonna hear from Come Out and Play from 1985, starting off with The Fire Still Burns.
All right, there you go. Nice twofer from the Come Out and Play record. Starting off with The Fire Still Burns and ending off with Killer Be Killed, which was the last track on the vinyl release. If you bought the cassette and the CD, there was like an extra track, which was weird at the time. Like there was not a lot of albums that just added songs unless they were imports. But on the domestic front, I actually had the vinyl, so I didn't even get King of the Fools until like way later when I bought the reissue on CD. But that all being said, I like Come Out and Play, so I think you should get it. Definitely get the first three albums and then go from there. If you need any more advice or recommendations, just hit me up online. I'm not hard to find. But, uh, you know, I was going to get into the band's statements about AJ, but they're pretty heavy-handed and really sad, uh, really nice and touching as well. So I recommend just checking on Facebook and looking at those. It's, yeah, that's what more can be said. I would rather just play some music to memorialize AJ at this point. I've told a lot of my personal history. I'm just super super glad and i feel honored and privileged that i got to see him perform live three different times one with the snyder's smfs and twice with twisted sister well technically i saw a twisted sister show in 2009 they were doing the anniversary shows for stay hungry and i got to see him play stay hungry from top to bottom they didn't cheat they played it in order unlike another band during that weekend that cheated on their album show but we'll get into that some other show but it was amazing to see Twisted play a full set plus Stay Hungry. It was one of the best shows I've ever seen easily. And then myself and Nola went to this Rockin' America festival, I believe in 2010 or 2011. It was one of those years. I want to say 2010. That sounds right. And apparently some of their gear didn't make it over. I mean, all their most of their instruments did, but none of their costumes did. So we actually got a Bent Brothers show, which uh, for you massive Twisted Sister fans, you know that Benton Brother is the alter ego of Twisted Sister for when they do some warm-up shows in the clubs for like friends and family and stuff like that. They play without the costumes, no makeup, and they just go out there and play because they can definitely hold their own without all the glitz and glamour. Just a tough, tough band, one of the greatest bands of all time. So we actually saw a Bent Brother show, very special, because it was in Oklahoma, and Bent Brother has never really gotten out of the Long Island area, from what I understand. So it was a special night, and every night that I saw AJ perform live was special. So that's going to be my memory. Like I said, card-carrying, lifetime SMF, and... Let's end the show with these two songs here. These are reunion tracks from when the band got back together. And these are two of my personal favorites since they, you know, they'd never recorded a full-length Originals studio album for the reunion because they held their stance that nobody wants to hear new material. That's their opinion. I'll respect it. But uh, interestingly enough, if you get the Still Hungry album that came out, that was their anniversary album for Stay Hungry when the 20 years came around in 2004. They decided, like a lot of bands do, to re-record it because they weren't happy with the original mix and yada yada. I love the original mix, but that's their prerogative. Still Hungry is good, of course. You should definitely own the original before you buy this. This is kind of for hardcore fans. But the really cool bonus thing that they threw in there at the end of the re-recording of Stay Hungry is... They decided to go in and re-record some older songs. And I'm talking like pre-album deal Club Days originals of theirs. And they picked their best songs and they finally recorded some really good realized versions of these songs. So this is really the true reason to get Still Hungry is to check out these half dozen songs that they did. And this is my favorite, and AJ just throws it down on this track. So we're going to start off this set with You Know I Cry from Still Hungry from the Bar Years. And then we're going to end off the 10 with a great reunion track from 1998 called Heroes Are Hard to Find. And I think that's pretty apropos, and that's my tribute song to AJ. So here you go. Check it out.
Closing off our special tribute show to AJ Perot, that was Heroes Are Hard to Find, originally found on the Strangeland soundtrack, which was the first reunion song that Twisted Sister recorded once they got back together. And before that, the set started off with a old school Twisted Sister song from the bar years that they re-recorded, or actually, I think, finally fully realized in the studio. Not so much a re-recording, but there was versions of it out there, but there were always demos. But that first song you heard was a song called You Know I Cry. And that particular performance is on the Still Hungry album. So get that for those songs. They're awesome. So I hope you enjoyed this tribute to AJ Perot. It's a special show for me, and that's the only way I can really do this as a fan this is why i have a show like this so hope you're with me on this feel free to send me some feedback if you go to facebook you can find me on rock strikes 10 the website of course rockstrikes10.cnjradio.com let's talk some aj and yeah that's that's all i can really say uh, you know we're gonna get out of here and 
a fellow a fellow SMF, Pete LaRussa and Spacebeard, they're going to end things off here like they always do. So go to facebook.com slash spacebeardband. Tell them Rock Strikes 10 sent you. We'll see you on the next one. It's going to be a fun one, actually, this, this next week. Chris is going to come back on the show, and we're going to play some stuff from the year of his birth, 1980. So I hope you enjoy that. Stay tuned. And rock and peace, AJ. Take it away, Spacebeard. Beard. <laughs>